Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from Beyond the Dice. Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I am your Dungeon Master Luke and your players are... Ben, I play Cortain, the level 3 fighter. Peter, I'm playing Spigs and I'm kicking ass as level 3 artificer. And I'm Travis, I am a level 3 monk called Little Moss and I am better than all the other players at everything including banter and roleplay and statistics. If you want to, if you want to, if you, statistics. And if you want to vote him down on that, on that one, just statistically, that's correct. <laughs> all right. Um. All right. So should we? Uh, who's who's been? Okay. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Behind the curtain, behind the DM screen, if you will. Generally, when we record this podcast, we record two episodes at a time. This episode, in particular, um, is our second episode, which usually means if we have been drinking, this is further on into the night when there have been many more cans or bottles that have been knocked onto the floor after being consumed. So should we do a little booze cast and talk about what we have been drinking if we've been drinking tonight? Nah. Uh, I mean, we I mean we can. Is anybody drinking I, heavily? or? I, I am not. Not at all. I've only sipped the wine. I have been drinking beer all afternoon and now I have switched to port from my port barrel. It is a 10 litre port barrel from St Anne's Winery. Alright, would everybody like to roll a d20 to um, oh, before, tell us? Before we do this Luke, I want to yeah. try and get this in. But, previous episode, right, you, you made all these characters and we stumbled in not knowing their backstory, just a random human with a shotgun rolling some dice, hanging out with his mates after, you know, being yelled at possibly by his wife for not cleaning up. And we just come in... But he could, could be, you know, yelled at by his husband, but, you know... Oh, well, whatever, whatever, you know, whichever way they go. And <clears throat> we, like, stumble in and we and Spigs, like, fires his electric, uh, electrocution shot into his yeah. chest and now he's dead. So how does that feel as a DM? to now have all this backstory, this random character that you totally didn't just make up for this in combat, is now dead. Possibly other characters that were messed around well, with. Well, luckily, that gentleman that you exploded with your electricity shot, um, luckily he didn't have many family members. He has uh, two hamsters, and they are going to die alone, uh, or starve to death, I should say. Oh, man, that's is bleak. Gonna, is one going to eat the other one? Most probably because that shit actually happens, and then the other one will then take a, a, an extra week or so to, to die of starvation. Um, yes. Uh, I think he's going to die from guilt. He's going to die from guilt about eating his friend. Can we, hold on, guys. Can we please just um, take a, a moment of silence for um, Gerard, the the um, the hamster. Um, we Wait, are, we're trying to, right? but Peter's incapable of taking a moment's silence at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's that's silent enough. It's all good. All right, is, let's just continue. Is Gerard the hamster the one that was eaten, or the one that that was you know was the eater? Oh, he was the triumphant hamster that then died of starvation. He is obviously Ger- Gerard is obviously the superior hamster as he bested his brother. <laughs> he bested um, him. Yeah. 
they they dueled with um <laughs> with toothpicks. No, with celery sticks that were left in there. Is it like the uh like the Star Trek like battle scene where they got that cool music? Goes, that one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that plays in the Futurama episode with Zoidberg. Yeah. These people. Uh, yeah. It, um. Yes, but Gerard had an eye patch, so he was always the better um hamster. Did right. he also have a mustache? Because he was the evil brother. Um, they are covered in hair, so you could never tell. Touche. So, all you boys roll ZD20 and tell me what you get so that then we can do the last time on Beyond the Dice. Cortain got a 10. Which is how he's looking right now. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you other boys get? 16. For Little Moss. You, you never guess this, Luke, but I just rolled a 30 on a D20. I feel like you're making that up. <laughs> oh, that doesn't matter. Ben, what happened last time on Beyond the Dice? Last time on Beyond the Dice, we quickly made our way to the remnants of Spiggs's shop that had been busted up and was, um, was hauntingly silent. And as we got in, we found that his son, Spiggs' son, was bleeding on the ground from a bullet wound in his shoulder, uh, having just taken down two of the assailants, some freelance thugs who were trying to to capture us to get our capture Spiggs' family to get information to sell to the to the um, edict of ire, those fools. Um we tortured the information out of the remaining living assailant, after which we was quickly dispatched by my blade. And we found out that they were at an old derelict bowling alley. So quite Called appropriately. Swag zone. Yeah. Swag zone. So quite appropriately we decided to split and head to the bowling alley. Alright. And what happened when you got to the bowling alley? Moss did his best impression of a rolling boulder trying to stealthily make its way down a hill, <laughs> which apparently worked for some reason. Yeah. Apparently, uh, probably because Spigs careened his car towards them while Cortain flanked around like the strategic master he is. <laughs> and yeah, then some fighting ensued. Cortain gave a, a, an intimidating battle cry as he leapt as he leapt into the fray. And he's kicking ass while, you know, the other two are trying to, you know, pull themselves together. I feel like the victors get to rewrite history, you know, and I just, I'm not comfortable with the narrative that's being spun here. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, not going to... bad. You're just going to have to roll worse next time yeah. we do the recap. I mean, I'm not saying you he's win. Joseph Goebbels and that he's like the minister for propaganda or anything, but like, just... <laughs> that's bullcrap. That is grade A bullcrap. <laughs> Tell me what was wrong about what I said. Just the last bit. Everything else was correct until you're like, oh, we've got to get our lives together. It's like, get my life together. You're the grizzled veteran, all right? Like, you're the one that has weird dreams and shit, all right? I'm just a young, fresh-faced monk from a monastery that got kicked. Spoilers. It's like, hey, we don't know that yet. Stop telling people that. 
What? I didn't whoa, know whoa, that, whoa. that was a story. You're we can edit drunk. this. <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna, that is going to get cut out, sadly, but it was good banters. You um, just ruined my court mind knowledge. I'm going to have to metagame now hard, you jerk. You're going to have to bring it up sometime, and we have to talk about that in, um, in character. In conversation. In conversation. So, we shall begin our story today with the continuation of the battle and encounter at Strike Zone in Darkhaven. So once again, we start with our character, our player, named Spigs. So Spigs, you've just seen... Um Moss swing and punch and kick at this hobgoblin who ducked and dodged out of his way after Cortain yelled out and gave this this uh, this intimidating speech to your enemies as he uh, jumped down and ran a goblin um, sort of gangster slash punk through with his sword and ripped it free. Uh, it is now your turn. What do you do? There are still one, two, three, four, five enemies remaining on this parking lot battlefield. That is lit with a single solitary lamplight. Alright. Spigs. <clears throat> he peers peers around the corner of, of of the truck and spots the closest um <clears throat> closest one of the thugs and he leaps across, like exposing his entire body from behind the truck and fires midair. Thunderfire cannon at said target. Alright. So the closest one to you will be one of the humans that was uh, shooting his pistol. Uh, so make your shot, sir. Alrighty. Because I've come out of cover, do I get any advantage for being like close to him when I fire? Oh, no, because he, no. he'll be out of cover when he, the one I'm firing. These guys, they, um, they're all behind cover at the moment. Oh. Oh, well. but you can you can move to a position He'll, where um they're not behind cover for you. You can you can position yourself so that you can shoot them without cover. Yeah, so he he'll, he'll leap across and and then and then and like roll into other cover and then yep. turn around and fire at the one that's like no long. Um, is it he goes across the other side and try and get in a position where the other the who's shooting at is no longer in cover, but he has still has cover from the other guys. Okay. Oh, actually, so. You can, before you even move, you can shoot the goblin who's still immobilized from your grenade throw. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, or you can move to shoot one of the other guys. Or you, oh, actually, you can shoot the hobgoblin who's fighting with Little Moss, or you can leave it to him. Depends, it's up to you. So, I forgot to say, the, the hobgoblin who is um, spinning and dodging Little Moss's strikes uh, is obviously not behind cover. There is the goblin which you've immobilized with the grenade that is, um, he he failed his roll to break free of it, so he is um, he's still immobilized. Um, or then you can move to shoot somebody who's not. Spigs is feeling those shotgun shots from the the human um, scumbags, and he's gonna go move to that other part of cover so that the other human he's got line of sight to one of them. So as you fire at the human, humans. All right. All right. Thunder fire cannon firing up. And I just threw the dice like off the table. 
And roll again. There we go. And I'm just gonna, just for sake of it, because that's a shitty roll, I'm gonna throw it in a hero dice. Alright. So that's gonna be, if I can count, 14 versus AC. 14 versus AC, you say? Yeah. Against one of the humans? Humans! That hits! Oh, yeah! I was gonna say, you're gonna miss. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Alright. Not quite. And it's got that crazy Thundermonger cell in it. She's gonna do so much lightning damage. Holy shit. Alright. So that is 13 plus 15 thunder damage. 15 thunder damage? Yep. Alright. Uh, I want you to describe what happens when you kill this guy. So he kind of headshotted him with the thing. And his head crackles like you know when lightning strikes the ground and it, like it bursts like, it basically like it shocks him but his head explodes out into a mush <laughs> alright you fucking blow this guy apart <laughs> that's good his head in like his, his head just cracks apart like um I don't know like, like a walnut as lightning sparks from it Damn, that's a bit excessive, don't you think? Not, not when you when you mess with Spig's wife. Yeah, he's, he's, he's family. You don't fuck with the dwarves' family. Mm. Or his ale. Oh, don't get me started on Spig's ale. <laughs> uh, and then okay. and then he'll just reload another shot, and then he's turned behind the cover. All right. Next off, we have the hobgoblin's turn. The hobgoblin who is facing this hobgoblin is once again going to do some sort of skilled attack. He like steps backwards, lunges forwards with his long sword with a oof twenty one verse AC hit. That is uh, that's six damage, mm. and he is going to use his. M- no, he can't use his martial advantage because he's not next to an ally. Unless he's going unless to... um, little Moss decides to join him while he's join me while he's being stabbed. Uh, next is Cortain. Cool. So I just hacked one goblin apart. Correct. None of them have have begun to flee at all. No, none of them have have uh, decided to flee. There is still one goblin hiding behind a car not far from you. There is a hobgoblin who's fighting Little Moss and two humans taking cover behind their their custom street racing cars um, holding pistols. I will charge the hobgoblin. All right, so you're going to run and charge the hobgoblin. Very good. And then what will you do? When you reach him, strike at him with my uh, with my bastard sword, but I will deactivate my shield on my left arm, and then I can swing the bastard sword with two hands. Awesome. Now, do you have any? Uh, is does your does your bastard sword have any um, energy components? Does it have an energy augment on it? Not currently, no. Okay, cool. Um, so it's just going to be the the melee. So go ahead and do so. You charge in towards this hobgoblin and... I charge in towards the hobgoblin? Yep. 
and I will roll a hero dice, because I don't roll that well. That is a 19 with the hero dice. That will hit this type of goblin. Cool. I will roll my d12. Boom. That's what I wanted. That is a 15. All right. So you are charging in. This hobgoblin turns after he dodges the roundhouse kick from Little Moss. He sees you coming in with this, your bastard sword, two-handed. You raise it up, slash it down. This hobgoblin swings his long sword up, one hand on his blade, one hand on the hilt, trying to block your attack. You shatter his sword apart and cleave him from the shoulder to the waist. This hobgoblin falls to the ground and dies. I then turn to the rest of them with a sword dripping with the blood of that hobgoblin and yell, last chance. They do not run. They actually seem like they are almost boosted by their their um their ally or their friend's death, and you see them snarl and grip their weapons. Next we have Human Two, the Human Thrasher, because that was the name of this gang, Thrashers. He points his pistol at Cortain and fires a shot, rolling a nineteen, which is a twenty-three versus AC. And that will hit. That is six damage mm-hmm. as it hits you in the back where your sheath is for your uh, your longsword. I'm pretty sure it's on Was it on your back or was it on your hip? It's on my back. Okay, cool. So it hits that sort of um, uh, mechanized sheath and he that's all he does. It's now Human Four's turn. He takes a shot at Spigs, who shot the goblin nearby him, and he completely misses, shooting his own car. Um, he freaks out and sh- and shoots his window out. Uh, next is Goblin Three, the last goblin. He points his SMG and fires at Spigs, um, and he rolls a. 13 versus AC. No, I miss. Alright. He, sh- as he fires at you, you move to the side and he um, he just shoots up the ground. Uh, next we have Little Moss. So this hobgoblin is cut down in front of you and there stands Cortain holding his bastard sword in his hands. Is it dripping blood? It is definitely dripping blood. Gross. Gross. So, Juicy. which which opponents are left? There is a goblin and two humans. So, I want to go for the nearest opponent. Okay, that would be one of the humans. Alright, and basically what I want to do is I want to try and do the splits and then punch him in the groin. Alright, some sort of classic uh, three ninjas fight back move. Mm. Uh, mm. Perfect... Perfect. All right. You run up to this guy and you roll your attack. Uh, 10 versus AC. You do the splits. You punch. He blocks it with his pistol, knocking your hand away. <laughs> with his- he blocks it with his human penis, knocking your <laughs> hand away. 
Uh, would you like to make a second offhand attack? Was, that was that was called cock blocked. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to make an offhand attack? Little yeah, boss? I'm going to go for the taint. Ugh. Um, twelve versus AC. That hits. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you punch towards his groin, you then flick your split splitted one of your splitted legs up to catch him in the taint, <laughs> as you've so eloquently said. Did it Did it work? Or yeah, it hits. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. You get a good uh, grasp. You get a good handful. Eight damage. You don't add your um your attack bonus oh. to the damage. You just roll the dice and you get the normal. Four damage. Four damage. All right. Spigs, it is now your turn, sir. All right. He's going to go for one of the... Not the human that uh, Moss is going for. Is Moss attacking him? Remember Moss? Uh, uh, Moss was attacking yeah. one of the humans. There's another human and one goblin. I will go for the other human, so Spigs will run to some other cover, but line of sight. Okay, let's say you are at the car that he is taking cover behind. You are on the other side of the car than from where he yep, is. And I'll shoot at him. Uh, I've rolled numero uno or a ghetto fail. Oh, no. All right. You... um. What you do is you look quickly, and then you see him. You go to bl- you blast. You shoot through the window of the car, realizing that you saw your own ref- reflection. You burst the windows out, but you you don't hurt anyone. You then duck behind cover and reload. All right. Next is Cortain. So there are three enemies left remaining. That is correct. One goblin, one hu- and two humans. One of them, which um, little moss is fighting. Well, you say fighting, but he didn't. You know, he got cocked before, so <laughs> he seems to be to be a drunken mess at the moment from from outside observations. Yeah, he's a little bit intoxicated from drinking back at the crooked can. Mm, I was more just referring to his the way he's shambling about the battlefield, kind of. In a haze and, and kind of seemingly more accidentally fighting anyone than, than purposefully, it looks to Cortain. <laughs> That's funny because he's only 16. <laughs> I will rush the. Who was the closest the closest enemy to me? Uh, probably probably that goblin that you. Um, this behind the car that you could have chose earlier in the last episode to attack one of two goblins. The the other goblin you didn't attack. Mm. I will charge at the goblin then with the two-handed bastard sword and just swing up from the ground. Alright. You charge in. You jump sliding across the bonnet and you slash upward. For a 17 to hit. That hits! Then, 14 damage. Describe this goblin's death. So I just swing down from... Swing up from the ground as I'm charging towards this goblin. He moves back, but the blade still catches him from... from He falls to the ground, his intestines squirming out like worms. And then that is my turn. Showing him how it's done. Human 2. He... Will, dropping his pistol to the ground, pull free a longsword and he will slash out at 
little moss. He rolls a... 13 versus AC. Hits. 7 damage as he slashes out at you. I feel like I'm the only one actually taking any hits for the team here, but yeah, whatever. It's because Luke's missed like a majority of the shots. Yeah. I have rolled so badly tonight. Uh, which is really weird because usually I roll really well. I think it may be this year. So any any of you players, you're probably going to um, dodge a lot of attacks in the future. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. So uh, next is human number four. He will take a few shots at Cortain as he sees him slaughter um, the cob goblin and then another goblin. And that will be a 22. I've rolled a few 18s though. Mm. That hits. Okay. Whew. Ten ballistic damage as he holds his pistol like like you see uh, detectives and stuff hold their weapon uh, or soldiers hold their pistols and he fires two-handed two shots at Cortain. Mm. I, uh, I ghetto critted there, boys. Two fours on the uh, D4s there. <laughs> nice. Uh, next is Little Moss. You see a human standing up, pointing his gun at Cortain, shooting him twice in the back. Uh, you see a... No, that's it. No, you see another human in front of you who you have um, kicked his taint. Which I did successfully, <laughs> didn't I? You did kick his taint quite well. Now I would like to grip his um, masculine area and twist. <laughs> Whoa! All right. With force. Oh. Roll your attack, sir. Oh, gosh. Seven. That is a miss. Thank you, sir. So, because these these weird genitalia-based attacks you've been <laughs> doing isn't really a part of the the honor code or the, or the, the fighting stance of, of what you've been taught, you miss them because you're not used to striking out for a man's genitalia. Uh, but you go to grip his, his manhood... He s- jumps backwards going, Oi! Uh, and next we have Spig's turn. Yeah. Have you actually been trying to hurt him? Or is your, you know, your going for the grip being very gentle and, <laughs> and c- c- caressing-like? <laughs> uh, all right, Spig is going to go for the human he tried to shoot at before. Yep. And completely failed. So you move again and... Because he was shooting... Is that the one shooting... He was shooting at Cortain, wasn't he? Uh, yes, that's correct. Can Spigs move behind him? Yeah, do you want to roll... Like, you want to roll... You want to be secret about it or not? Uh, not really. All right. Sort of just move up while he's shooting and there's lots of noise going on. Yeah, you can move around the back or the front side of the car and and uh, behind yep. him. You can do and that he'll, Spigs will put the, the barrel of the Thunderfire Cannon... The, the nozzle? The nozzle, yep. not the barrel. Oh, same yeah, thing anyway. the barrel. Yep, 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 yep. That makes sense. And then he'll put it in his yeah. in his lower back. Probably like over the top of one of his uh, kidneys. And he'll fire. Alright, roll your attack. Ugh. Man, I'm rolling terribles now. Just like Luke. I rolled a three. Shit. You place it at his back. He feels it. What he does is spin to the side. You blast. Your fire hits the, the car across from him. Uh, and 
that is your turn. Next, we'll have Cortain. But before you have your turn, I need to pee again. I've broken the seal and and all this alcohol is getting to me. I'll be back. Ah, uh, come on. Luke's just a drunken mess. That's, that, that's <laughs> two toilet breaks too often. <laughs> Alright, Cortain, it's your turn, sir. What are you doing? <laughs> oh shit, forgot that you know this is recording. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I will you're gonna have some laughs when oh, you hear Hell yeah, that. I can't wait, actually. Uh, <laughs> I shall seeing Moss I don't I don't know what Moss is doing. He was stumbling around like a drunkard and now he just seems to be like doing the splits on the ground, being like hoo, 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 <laughs> punching someone's yep. dick. <laughs> I will run towards the guy he's attacking and just go for the, the penis? decapitation. Alright. <laughs> so you move up to him and yes. roll your attack, sir. That is a twenty one versus AC. That's definitely good enough to chop chop oh, off both of his heads. Um <laughs> Yeah, go. Roll your roll your damage, sir. Uh, that is the mosses ever nine demand. All right, so little moss he uh, goes to punch this man. The genitalia he misses. The guy jumps backwards. Little moss then kicks up, kicking him in the taint slightly. You come along. You 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 sort of you don't run up. You sort of you sort of walk up. You slash off the guy's head. It falls to the ground. The body falls to the left, and then you just look at Little Moss, and what do you say? I just say, why do I have to be finishing your jobs for you? <laughs> Good. All right, it's a human force. There's still a human, yeah, there's still like a human fighting us. And just... there's, there's still a guy, He's he turns towards Spigs, dropping his pistol to the ground. He pulls a, a long sword from his back and slashes out. Rolling uh, uh, 17 versus AC. So that equals my AC, so that's a hit. Admit it, it beats it, baby. And that is a good old 5 damage. No worries. He then begins to flee towards the bowling alley, so you get an op attack. Light him up. With a shitty 4. What is with his rolls? I miss... Let's say let's say when it when speed goes a fire, it's like <laughs> it like he clicks, but there's like a spark that comes out, like the the, the whatever the the clip that he put in for that time just just failed. And he lo- loads up. All right. Oh, is that an upper text? So I, you... I don't even get a reload. So I have to reload next time. No, you have to reload next time. So you fire and it sparks. No shot comes out. The guy continues towards the building. Um, little Moss, it's your turn. So, can I try and incapacitate him? Can I just, like, hit him in the back of the knee or something to stop him getting there? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I'll do that. You you, you have to, like, run up to him. Oh, flavor it for me, just before I fail. Oh, so, you, you run up to him. You go to... You slide along the ground. You're about to, like, chop this guy in the leg with a karate chop. Um, 
as you chop, his leg goes up in a running motion. You pass him and you slide past the the, the guy. Um, Super slow mo. Wow. Really awkward. Yep. Wow. Next, yeah. Um, the guy is looking at you in slow motion as you slide past him with that karate chop hand out. Uh, Spigs, it is your turn. Maybe, maybe like the very end of his finger gracefully touches the back of his knee. <laughs> no, he's fine. I just fucking, oh. I just caress it. I'm just like, I just awkwardly caress his leg. Awkwardly? <laughs> like you mean like, you kind of mean half awkwardly, Alright. Next Spigs, do it. Do it. Alright, he reloads up. Reloads. Thumbfire cannon. Aims, obviously with, uh, Little moss on the ground. Yep. Yeah, it's a bit higher and fires again. All right, do it. Roll good. Yeah. That's a 17 plus 421 versus AC. That'll hit. That is 11. 13 thunder damage. You shoot this guy in the back. The four little pins from the bullet slam into him. It shoots out in an, in a in a sort of uh, a thunderous and electronic lightning arc. Bounces off of him and hits one of the lights on the roof uh, of this um, bowling alley, and he falls down, sizzling. Speaks questions whether it was Moss knocking him over with his slight touch. Or the actual shot <laughs> of the shot and making him fall over. Oh, good. All right. So, um, encounter complete. Da-na-na-na. All right. Um, so, all of your enemies are dead. There's, there is uh, one guy that is unconscious. And the doors to this strike zone bowling alley are there in front of you open. Hmm. Is there sounds, you know, sounds of, of, of people... From inside. Yeah, let's say you guys move up to the door. Um, you roll a perception check for me, and I'll tell you. Sixteen, Cortain. Anybody else? Oh man! Finally, after all the shitty rolls, twenty-three with Spigs. Eight for Moss. Okay. Um, Spigs just rolled his first crit. Crit, by the way. Nice. His first crit ever. For tonight. Okay, good. Maybe he'll have a second one later. So, Spigs, you can hear your your finely tuned hearing because you've spent so much of your life with her so far. You hear um, the slight cursing um, and and, and scared um, sort of name-calling that Glist is giving to these people that have her hostage. Um, and you hear the people fr- from within. They're deep in this, um, in, in the bowling alley, uh, inside. Uh, there seems to be um, a good, f- uh, maybe two of two of them so far that you can hear. And and the doors just open up automatically. Uh, they're, than- they're already they're already pushed open. Oh, okay. So, the front doors are open. Um, they're, they're painted in, in various colours around the door. 
the glass from the doors must have been broken years ago. Uh, they're basically dust that has been... The glass is basically dust that has been swept aside by those who have opened the door before you. As you enter, you see oh, all... Wait, wait, before, before you're entering... Yep. The Spigs recall if the roof of the bowling alley had some, like, down lights or some, you know, some... What do you call it? Yeah, not down lights, but, you know, like, some... Uh, what's You know when they, like, got, like, the elevated pieces of glass to kind of, like, give you some direct sunlight? No, oh, sun, sun, like, sunlights. Um, no, they don't have them. It's all, like, um, long tube lighting. Damn, that would have been... Except that. Oh, we'll enter. Alright. So, as you enter, you see old broken arcade machine arcade machines. The wires are hanging out of them. Screens are broken. Some of the screens are missing. You see tables and chairs off to the right that belong to the cafeteria. You see the the, the sort of cafeteria bench there with, with sort of the glass that, that you would be able to look at all of the dim sims potato cakes and hot dogs and all the such all the junk that they sell there the front is there still there's still like a potato cake in the in the tray like an old one just all not soggy all like uh what do you call it i mean i can't even think anymore <laughs> all um all decrepit um you can't yeah. you can't see from where you are in the, you're in this sort of the in the center uh, walk path of this bowling alley further along to the right you can see the front desk uh, as you move through through all of between these arcade machines and it looks this this desk the front desk of this bowling alley where you would loan your shoes and um and and find your your bowling lane it looks bare all of the bowling paraphernalia such as trophies and special bowling balls and posters drink bottles etc have been stolen or lay broken on the ground and the carpet as you move up you notice is covered in planets moons and stars that slightly um, glow in the sort of um, in the blue light that has is lining the center walkway of this bowling alley as you're walking through you see the emergency lights click on in a, in a sort of a dull light shedding the building um, from the front to the rear but not all of the lights are on the counter lights up the brightest as well as the cafeteria uh, and you see every second bowling lane light up in uh, in a normal light, where every other light is quite dull. And you hear a goblin voice echo out from behind the front counter. Hey, Kurag, we got the power back up. Now let's find this edict guy and get paid some good old chaps. And you see a goblin followed by a woman coming out from the small office behind the main counter. They are dressed in leather jackets, though as you see the human move from behind the counter, you see that the sleeves of her jacket have been cut off. Her arms are bulky and they're covered in metal and plastic. There are little cylinders that are glowing in a bright red uh, on her shoulders and down her arm. These sort of small little uh, cylinders. 
their augments and uh, they look to be on the cheaper side. She goes to walk out from behind the counter but stops suddenly. Leans back behind it saying, Ha! Almost forgot Sally. She grabs something from, from behind the counter. She moves from behind the desk and flicks a sawn off shotgun, popping two shells inside and clicking it back up. The goblin and this female human make their way over to the lanes and the booths passing a bunch of uh, bowling ball racks. Some of them are still uh, some of them still contain bowling balls and they could be used for cover. You see three people they're wearing the same jackets as the people outside the jacket with the skeletal hand the spiked bracer holding it and a knife or a dagger throwing up the horns like the metal symbol one of them has an smg a submachine gun at the top of glist's back you can see her and she has a black sack over her head this thrasher also has some augments on his arms and some on his head Glist's hands are bound behind her back. You're not sure how, if it's rope or if it's handcuffed, you're not quite sure. The one with the gun on her rips the sack from her head and throws it to the ground. You hear one of the others say, in a deep voice, Hey, Boxhead, make sure you pick that sack up. The, the one who threw the sack on the ground replies with, Why, though? We can just get another one. The deeper voice replies with, where do you think we're gonna get another head-sized sack from? The fucking kidnapping store? They continue to bicker, and then, little Moss, you hear a familiar voice. Hey, you're gonna keep wasting my time, or do you want the Edict of Aya to come down on you like a hover car crash? The one holding Glist with the submachine gun prods her in the back, toward the figure that you see in the dull light who ex or enters from beyond a doorway against the far wall between two of the bowling lanes. Glist and this, this gangster move slowly up one of the lanes and um, the deep the deep voiced gangster says This dwarf here is the wife of that dwarf guy on your broadcast. We know him and his family. One of uh, my boy's brothers got in a brawl with that bastard a few weeks back. And he owns a shop. And that's where we seen him and his wife here. You hear the other voice from, from back beyond the doorway. Very good. You will get paid half of the agreed amount as soon as she's in my truck out the back. Then you get the other half when my boss gets what we need from her. But she's the dwarf's wife. We can lead you to that D'Artagnan fuck who messed with you. You said nothing about getting paid in halves. Look, I don't have time to talk about this. You can either take half and have the protection of the Edict of Aya, or you can be our enemy. I don't mind. Just remember, the Edict knows I'm meeting the Thrasher's gang right now, right here. So fuck with me, and you'll all be dead. The the gangster who has the SMG at, at, 
Glist's back continues up closer towards this figure. What do you all want to do? Do you want to sneak up closer? Do you want to go guns blazing? Cortain is waiting for Spigs to give some sort of um, indication. How, how many? How many were there? So there are three so far. There's a bigger. There's a bigger figure in the shadows. He's the one who's been talking in the deeper voice. He's quite. He's quite huge, bigger than Little Moss. There's a goblin, and then there's sorry. Yeah, there's a goblin, and there's two humans. One of them is a female that's standing next to the goblin. And then the other human is um, the one with the submachine gun at Glist's back. Yeah. They're wa- the, the human with the submachine gun and Glist are walking up the alley. They're about half the, 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 so the bowling lane and they're halfway up towards this figure who's at the far back of the lane. Um, and if you roll a perception check, you can, you can see more. So I'll let one person roll a perception check and um, then you can choose what you want to do if you want. Uh, our perception. Uh, Spigs is blinded by the fact that uh, Glist has the gun in the back. All right. Who has the who's, who has the highest passive perception? Mm, I only have eleven. Mine's fourteen. Little Moss, you because you've heard this voice further back before, you can see you can make out the outline of a man. He's wearing a tactical vest. He has a cowboy hat on. And in combination with the cowboy hat and the voice, you remember that back at Terry's diner, when Cortain went charging in and he got belted around by the mecha bugbear, and you fought a cowboy hat wearing member of the Edict of Aya, that's probably, most likely, the same guy. Yeah. So this is all... So can I relay that to the others and just let them know that I think that it's something to do with the edict? Well, I mean, they probably know telling that. Me, hey, hey, instead of telling me, in character, do it. Uh, boys, I've heard this voice before. I think this is something to do with the edict. Really? Didn't, didn't, uh, didn't we already know that? We, we, just, we just heard him. It's, it's totally the edict. Oh, well, I think that's connected. This was the same bloke that was around when the bugbear was there. Oh, we're kind of whispering. Uh, I don't... I don't like odds with if... Glister's there and the gun on her back. I don't think we should go in hastily. She might. I don't want her to die. Why don't we surprise them and I'll throw the canister of that restraining stuff. And then we'll charge in. What if in Moss... Little Musk, if you can, you sneak in into position, ready to assault one of them. Yeah, I can try. I mean, I'm pretty fucking good at it. Okay, so what if we give you? We'll give you twenty seconds to get into position, and then I'll throw this canister. Done. All right. So, Little Moss, I want you to roll a stealth check for me as you get into position. Oh, yeah. Oh man, my rolls tonight just killing me. Um, nine. No hero oh. dice on that. On that. You, you're not gonna. You're not gonna sacrifice <laughs> hero dice for Spig's wife. Nah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Wow. All right, I'll do it. Hold on, I'll do it. Shit. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't judge me. 
we were about to really hard. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh, no, you guys are dickheads. All right, hold on. Um, <laughs> we're the dickheads. We're trying to save his wife, damn it. Dude, you've got okay. three hero dice, okay? Yeah. Actually, how and many heroes right, do you get, Ben? One plus your level? Uh, I thought it was... I haven't got the um, Dungeon Master's Guide. I thought it was five plus half your level. Oh, cool. Easy. That's that's good. We'll make that the, the rule and the law. Also, I rolled a two. So how much? At least it's eleven. Over a ten now. Eleven. All right, you creep up, and you hear the goblin say, "Who's there?" I quickly throw the canister. All right, so you throw it. Um, you can either throw it at the at the big guy. You can throw it at the two the the human female or the goblin, or you can throw it at Glist and um, the human. With the gun at her back. Who do you want to throw it at? Uh, Glist and the human with the gun at her back. Alright. So you throw this canister. Let's just uh, make this a little bit of a skill challenge. Do you want to roll something for me? I will roll something, but I just don't know what what I would be rolling. You can, ri- you can roll just a dex if you want. A dex check. Or you can roll athletics... To see like how far you can throw it, because these guys are further on rather than closer to yeah, you. Yeah, I'll do an athletics, please, just because yeah, I don't right. want to fail at saving. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to roll bad and then <laughs> hear a gunshot and, and see his wife fall to the ground dead. Yeah, that's why I said athletics, just to, just to help you out a bit. You can't say I'm an evil DM. No, semi. You can say I'm like neutral. That is a sixteen. All right. You throw this canister, you, you twist the canister, the little top pops off of it, You, th- it lands on the alley, on the bowling alley lane, it rolls towards Glist, and her kidnapper with the submachine gun, and this, this goopy black webbish goo substance flicks all over them wrapping them up and they are immobilized they can no longer move forward the guy with the gun is startled and he drops it into the goop and he must um, he, he must try and pull it out the others turn to look around to see where you are can I get everybody to who wants to hide get a, a roll of stealth check Thirteen for Spigs. Fifteen for Little Moss. A one. A one for Cortain. He must have stood up to get a good throw. Alright, so Spigs, Little Moss, you both duck behind the, the racks that hold the bowling balls. You know those big racks that have sort of those circular rails around it where you, you have the bowling ball. You hide behind those. The other two turn towards you, Cortain, and as you throw this grenade they see you. They point weapons, and they're like, Freeze! Mother F! They say the bad word, though. They say, Mother F- Beep! Um, And I will get everyone to roll initiative, but we're going to do a skills challenge. Just just to to speed it up a little bit. Moss 7. 
You know how Spigs rolled a crit before and he said that might happen again? Yeah. Yeah, he just rolled a crit. Oh, nice. shit. I know, right? What'd you, what'd you get all up? Uh, he has initiative of two, so 22. Nice, dude. Actually, Moss is only a five. Cortain, what do you roll? 19. Oof, nice. Okay, so... First off, we have Spigs. You see the orc, you see step into the light, he's this huge orc, he's like seven and a half foot tall, eight, almost eight foot, massively muscly and bulky, turns towards uh, Cortain, pointing uh, his assault rifle, you've got a uh, human female, she pulls out an SMG. No, sorry. She's she got the sawn-off shotgun. She pulls out the sawn-off shotgun, pointing it, and you see her drawing some symbols in the air. There's like a sort of glowing symbol in front of her fingers on her left hand. Uh, there is a little moss off and off to the side, and a goblin who is um, holding a sub. Sorry, holding an assault rifle as well. What do you do? what you do it's a skill challenge can you quickly explain um arcana animal handling and yeah it's probably, probably and survival again okay so arcana is generally either either magical based and because we're in a cyberpunk setting it's got to do with the software uh as well as as actual magic that is controlled by technomancy so technomancy or the software part of technology. Um, you've got animal handling, which is is um, obviously what it says, as well as AI handling. So if there's any artificial intelligence in here, that's what you would use to um, convince it, control it, uh, or hack it. Uh, survival is generally... Um, exactly sort of what it says survival in the sense of if you're out in the wild it would be to track uh, to follow to find where the best places of water sources are and where food is but in a, a um, urban setting it is mechanics uh, and directions in the city right. surroundings is this one of like maybe like a slightly big arcade machine or something near one of um, the assailants? Um, there's probably the screens above that tells you all the scores, but that's about it. Is it a big heavy one? Yeah, absolutely. Alright. So Spigs is seeing this big heavy monitor yep. above one of, say it's like the human female? Oh, I don't know, up to you. Yeah, cool. Yep, human female, and using survival, he will see where there's like a weak point. And if I hit that, he will come down, crashing down on her. Probably knocking down the floor. Hopefully unconscious, but we'll see. Alright, cool. So you're going to try and use survival or mechanics to see the weakest point in the um, structure that's holding this screen up. Yeah, the mounting. Yep. Awesome. Oh, Luke, so you know how you said before that Spigs rolled a crit and you probably roll another one. Did you really? Later on. Yeah, I rolled another Dude, 20. that's three crits. <laughs> what the hell? Awesome. Spigs is saving his wife. All right, so you point your thunder cannon. Explain what happens. 
So he switches to the normal one to actually do like structural damage. Yep. He fires shot, um, which breaks apart, punches through and breaks apart all the mounting um, structural supports holding the monitor to the roof and it collapses down this massive heavy monitor on top of female human. Alright. So this monitor falls slamming into her as um, she is hit with it. Her left hand that's drawing the symbol shoots like a... a um, let's just double check what she actually shoots. She shoots like this light blue frost bolt across the room it hits the wall nowhere near you guys and let's just say she is incapacitated next off we have um what is that oh orc oh, oh can i can i add something yeah go ahead so when when the first monitor when the monitor fell down and knocked her then part of the like Further part of the roof, he didn't realize how weak the roof had been. Yep, degrading so, so long, and, and more of it. So, like, not just the monitor, but like all this other rubble, like, falls down and like covers her up. Oh, the tin roofing sheets and struts and stuff like that falls down on top of it. Yeah, nice. All right, the orc's turn. He will point his assault rifle uh, at. Our, uh, let's say Cortain because he's out in the open and he's going oh <laughs> I rolled a fucking one ah. alright so he cool. sprays dude he points this assault rifle at you. you you see a red dot sight on your chest and he he then lowers his gun looks with all the recoil, he um, completely misses. As he's shooting, he stumbles back a bit, and um, whoever attacks this orc will get a plus two on him to their roll. Excellent. Because he rolled a one. Uh, next off is Cortain with a 19. I will rush up towards the orc with my bastard sword roll. And I will also. So this is a skill check. So how does it does it make much difference if I were to use the fighter ability for this extra action? Um. So I attack twice. Uh, no, like just just it's basically just using your skills to do something. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah. So like I will, you, I would yeah. say you can you you can do like a a normal attack if you want to cut him down. I just want to remove like. The, the battle mechanic out of it for the moment so you can cut him down but you roll your attack you might not get extra bonuses for the skill part of it so if you can think of something creative to do with your skills then you'll get that bonus and because I threw the canister before with athletics can I use that again? you can use that again it's just your next turn if you, if you have one you can't use athletics again sure sure I will rush at him um, dodging through the disused, you know, the, the, the derelict furniture and stuff of the of the bowling alley to kind of leap at him and bring my pommel down on him as I hit him with the with my weight. Hit rolling off this table. Uh, that is a twenty-two. 
Oof, holy shit. All right. So describe what happens when you uh, when you pummel this this old gentleman. Well, as you said before, he was he was caught a bit off guard with his previous failed attack. Um, so I jump off from one of the plastic kind of you know quarter circle chairs that you often yep. see in um, in bowling alleys, and then just smack him to the ground and. As he falls to the ground, I just, rather than pulling my sword back, I just try to run the edge of the blade along him, like along his, his chest. Alright, you, you pummel him in the face and you slash him open. He's wearing um, some tactical gear, so it doesn't quite penetrate the chest plate, but he is unconscious because he rolled so well. Excellent. Next off, we have Human 2, who's holding Glist. He is going to try and turn in a position and fire at. I'm going to roll a, um, a d4. Uh, one is Spigs, two is Cortain, three is Moss, and, and four is Reroll. Is that the character stuck in the, the muck? Yep. He's going to try and roll, uh, try and turn. He rolls a one. Uh, he's going to shoot off in the direction of Spigs, but he can't quite get him with a uh, a 10 verse AC um, for him he obviously misses 10 verse AC yeah sorry yeah now miss cool um, next is the guy at the end with the cowboy hat he moves up towards um, glist he takes out a short sword and starts hacking off at this um, this this goop. Oh, thank goodness! I'm just gonna hack her. No, hack her off. No. Uh, that is a 19 uh, athletics to sort of continuously slash through this goopy stuff. That's a success on his part. Little Moss, it's your turn. So the cowboy hat guy is the guy from the diner, yeah? Yes, but he's further along. He's quite quite far away down down almost down the very end of a of the of the bowling lane. Can I just run for him? Like can I just doggedly sprint in his direction? Like you want to sprint and tackle him or something or Yeah. Cool. Yeah, roll uh, athletics. Um, or if you want to do some acrobatic stuff you can describe that for us. I'll just go athletics. Right. Oh, 12. Come on. Would you like to hero dice, sir? Yes. Alright. Uh, 15. Oh, that's a pass. Yep. Describe what you do. The, the voice has been disturbing me for a while. I've been sitting there watching other friends of mine fail in this circumstance, and I... So you've been watching the voice, and it's quite disturbing. Yeah, well, you know, they've got voted <laughs> off. And yeah. <laughs> so I just ran at the guy with the hat, cowboy hat. So, yeah, I just run at him and just, like, leap in his direction. All right. So you tackle this cowboy to this this cowboy edict of IM member to the side. He slams onto the bowling lane, sliding across the floor. And that's a pass for you. 
it's Goblin One's turn. He will spin towards a little moss as he sees um, him trying to free up their hostage. And he is going to use athletics to run up and dive with a with a, um, a, sh- a shimitar that he pulls from his side, slashing out at Little Moss. And that... Oh, fuck. That's pretty good. That's a 24, which will, will be a pass for oh, him. Oh, yes. So he slashes across your back as you're tumbling and rolling with this cowboy... Um, hat wearing Edict of Iron member gentleman. Um, you see on his on this on this cowboy hat wearing gentleman's tactical tactical vest. He's got like um, a little embroidered name on the tactical vest that says Turbo. So let's call let's just call him Turbo from now. <laughs> so next is Spigs. Wait, how much I didn't get. No, no, it's just he passes on his side. So who? So is the cowboy man unconscious? No, he is not. He's just been tackled to the to the ground. All right, and is Glist semi-free? Um, yeah, she's still like in the goop. She's fallen to the ground. Her hands are still bound. Yeah. So, um, Spigs will sling the thunderfire cannon around it on his back shoulder. And run up to Glist. Alright, what well, what are you gonna do for the skill um, challenge? Um I'm thinking That's uh, probably athletics if you're running up. Oh uh, so I'm trying to think of something else because he's actually pretty shit at athletics. Uh, it's possible. Uh, he's gonna try to run up and then pick her up or like grab her. Yep. And anyone uh any uh, like, and then like protector. So if anyone's use use Spig's mechanical um, harness yep. or armor as a as a shield, and try and lead her out um, of the nearest door. All right. So you want to do athletics? Yeah, probably. Yep. Okay. I'm so gonna have to hero dice that one because that was. No, no, sorry, I didn't get it's another like, credit. He can't push. do athletics if I've just done it. Um, at the moment, I'm allowing you guys to. Uh, later on in in the in the game, I might say that you can't use the same skill in the same round. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the moment, I'm just letting it be free. All right. So I rolled a nine originally. Yep. So that would have been an eleven, and then I rolled a hero dice, and he rolled a six on the six-sided hero dice. Nice. So, so that is a... Yes. Alright, you pick up Glist. She looks at you. She's got a rag sort of around her head in her mouth so she can't really speak properly. And she says... Um, you pull it free from her mouth and she's like, Spigs, I knew you'd come for me. I tried to fucking fight these fuckers. And then as you grab her and you sort of pull her up and you see that she's handcuffed behind her back you see these two guys in tactical vests they've got helmets on the helmets have like three ocular sights on them they pull up submachine guns um, and two more gentlemen have entered the fight 
probably um, aligned with Turbo, the Edict of Iowa cowboy hat wearing, cowboy hat wearing gentleman. Um, next is Cortain. Uh, actually, sorry, hold on. Let me roll for these guys. I rolled for one of them. Okay. Oh, oops, wrong number. Yeah, cool. Cortain, it is your turn. So through the doorway to the to the wards, the back of the door, two more soldiers appear in full sort of tactical gear, submachine guns, helmets on. Uh, you see Spigs grab his wife. The Turbo, the cowboy hat wearing Edict to buy member, is tackled to the ground. Little Moss is being stabbed in the back by a goblin with a dagger. Okay. I will rush towards towards Little Moss. So Little Moss tackled tackled the cowboy hat wearing gentleman. Yep, correct. Let's call, call him Turbo. I will rush towards them using a just a strength check to swat away the um, goblin and then bending down to grab the the Edict of Fire member. Like, I'll try to knock him out so we can drag him out. Alright. Maybe use something other than athletics this time because you yeah, just yeah. used it last time. Sure, sure. Well, I will... Is it easy strength? Yeah, but that, that's athletics is based on strength. Maybe intimidation because oh. I'll run forward and try to yell at the goblin as I'm rushing towards him to get him off balance so I can knock him. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Oh, that wasn't good. I will use burning through hero dice, but I'll use another one. Okay, that is a... That is a 14. Alright. You scream at this goblin and this easy Devire member, but they do not move. They grapple with you as you um, as you reach them. Next, one of the soldiers, he's going to. Oh shit! All right, I just rolled a twenty on him. He runs up, smashing his um, submachine gun into the side of Spigs's head, knocking him to the ground. Uh, he sort of like slides in. As he's sliding, he jumps up, slamming his rifle, his submachine gun, sorry, into Spigs' head with um, acrobatics. He grabs Glist and drags her towards the door that they entered from. Next is Human 2. He is going to use Arcana. And what he does is he places his hand on the ground. You see light sprouting from it all up his cybernetic arms along the tubes and bulky sort of plastic bits that um, cover his robotic arm. You see sort of these um, these lights appear. And he uses wind wall. So a wall of strong wind rises up from the ground from, uh, from the point where he placed his hand down on it is 50 feet long, 15 foot high, one foot thick. This wind just blows up from nowhere, blocking off a whole bunch of you from um, the soldiers, the from Turbo, the Edict of Aya um, operative, and that is his turn done. Next is Turbo. 
he will use um he will use intimidation to get glist through the doorway. What did it roll? Okay, 19. Yep, so he points at Glist and he says, If you don't get through this door, I'm going to blow your husband's head right from his neck. And uh, she sort of complies. She looks back at you, Spigs, and with tears in her eyes, she looks back up at Turbo with hatred. She spits and she moves towards the um, the doorway with the soldier at her back. Next we have soldier uh, number two. He will um, run towards Cortain after he tackled uh, and he will try to use athletics to like run as fast as he can and punch you in the side of the head. Uh, he fails rolling a two so he goes to punch you and he completely misses sliding on some oil or some, some um, whatever is on the bowling alleys to have the bowling balls roll so nicely uh, that it hasn't dried up yet. He slips on that falling to the ground. Uh, Little Moss, is your turn. I, um, where's the, where's Cowboy Hat? He is closer towards the door now with one of the soldiers of the Edict and Glist. But he's behind this wall of wind. Ah, okay. So can I... Can I use my, like, monk skills to dodge? Dodge through the wind? Like, dance. Dance through the wind, baby. You can certainly do so, but you need to make a strength saving throw to get through it. Strength saving throw? Correct. Okay. So, strength saving throw... You should be the wind, Travis. Little Moss should be the wind. <laughs> Very good. 19. <laughs> Saving throw. Alright, you pass it. So you, you like, spin, pushing through this wind, through to the other side, um, and the closest person to you is the, the, um, the human who casts this magic. Um, would you like to... Use strength to, to, to hit him and knock him out. Um, yeah. Cool. So you you spin through it, and how do you attack him? I punch him in the taint. All right. You drop to your you do you do the splits again. You uppercut right into his groin. His eyes go wide. He falls backwards to the ground. And now it is the goblin's turn. The goblin. Will um, he will use what is he going to do? All right, he's going to use survival to kick the bumpers nearby to um, like maybe like to for the bumpers to activate if he kicks them hard enough uh, in the right place for them to close up over Cortain's arm so he's pinned. And he rolled a 19, which is a pass. So, Cortain, he, this goblin who you tackled to the ground, he's constantly kicking, kicking, kicking on the bumpers of the bowling alley, or the bowling lane, I should say. And it, the bumpers, like, activate with the, the sort of the power that's on. They slowly close over your arm, pinning you to the ground. Um, mm. Now, 
they got enough fails, sorry, they got enough passes to have the soldier, to have Turbo, and to have Glist leave the back of the building through this doorway. So what we'll leave with is a scene. Spigs, you see your wife being pulled through this doorway by this soldier in a helmet. You see this cowboy hat wearing Edict of Iron member, this, this Edict operative named Turbo. He sort of tips his hat to you and he says, We'll be in touch soon as they back out the door into darkness. We see an alleyway behind Strike Zone, the bowling alley in Darkhaven. It's one of the darker places. And we see this truck. It's got six wheels. It's high off the ground. Glist is thrown into the back seats of this truck. The door is slammed. A soldier gets in the opposite side next to her, pointing his submachine gun at her. Turbo. The cowboy hat wearing operative, the edict of hire, gets into the driver's seat, turns his car on, plants his foot to the ground, all six wheels spin up, sending smoke up into the air, and they take off. You guys are brawling, punching, kicking, fighting, slashing, those who are left. You do best of them because you, you rolled enough to pass, but they also rolled enough to pass. You best all of the thugs. They're all laying there, dead or unconscious. You burst out the back doors as you see this pickup truck, this six, this four-door, six-wheeled pickup truck speeding off. You are standing in the alleyway with no way of chasing them at the moment. Spigs, your, 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 your communicator starts to vibrate. And a little display screen comes up saying that Glist is calling you. Do you answer? Speaks answers. You hear the voice of the of Turbo. And he says <sighs> Speaks, is it? Well, it seems that I will be taking your beloved to my boss. You will hear from us soon. You better pray to the gods you dwarves believe in, that she's not harmed and that she gives information freely and quickly. And the phone hangs up. And that's where we'll leave it tonight. Hey listeners, thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, thank you for chasing me through the streets on mopeds while I run around in nothing but my underwear, that was um, some really good fun, I, I enjoyed the the uh, super soaker part of it where you sprayed me down and I was all wet and slippery. If you would like to get some more info, head to www.beyondthedice.com So, at Beyond the Dice is our Instagram, you can... Hashtag us, you can tag us, you can hash us, you can do all the things that connect us together and make us human. 
So just just, <laughs> just be there. Or be square, but not in the sense of the Instagram portrait, but don't be lame. Peace out. At Beyond the Dice. At Beyond the Dice. We have a Facebook. Wait, at Beyond the Dice. Uh, at Beyond the Dice. Alright, at Beyond the Dice. We have a Facebook page. You can uh, get any news or updates from us there at facebook.com slash btdpod. Uh, feel free to comment on our posts, have a chat with us. We will be available to chat most of the time. Um, when I say we, I mean Jeff or I. Uh, and we, yeah, like I said, we're happy to have a chat. We're pretty, um, we're, we're pretty good like that. And if you have some time, jump on iTunes and give us a review that would help expose the podcast to more people. Yeah, boy. Goodbye. We will see you soon. Bye now. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, boy. Hashtag pay me uh, for this sorry, plug. Guys, we're going to have to redo this. You guys hear all that shit? I can. There's cackling. Yeah. Oh, I did all the, they went off to like a, a beer fest today and now they're all just going to be like... Man, I feel like we need shit. to get them in on this podcast. Like, let's let's not cut this. Like, let's embrace this. Yeah, yeah. And also, Peter, if I don't like it, I'll just mute your part of this section. True, that's, that's good. <laughs> they're pretty fucking loud, though. <laughs> all right. So, um, what we might do is, Peter... Um, can you fudge your role um, and say that you're not doing the intro just so that just just in case you're doing it and it's incredibly loud? Yeah. Does so I'll have travel, Ben? One of you. I'll just I'll just say I, I rolled I rolled a thirty. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Did you say autistically? That's correct. Yeah, you're, you're autistic. Oh, we can't say that. We're gonna lose like two thirds of our fan base. <laughs> <laughs> you mean two thirds of the people that laugh at your jokes? Oh. That's alright, we can afford to lose no one. <laughs> Good, I'm laughing at his jokes, that means you're gonna lose me. Face the fire cannon, thunder fire cannon. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then he, t- he, 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 le- he leaps out and does like. <laughs> he, he Sorry, like, pe- Peter, finish. Finish. Huh? You're making me laugh now. Let him role play, okay? All right, so, sorry. Our, um, our boy, uh, Little Moss. It's gross, man. Sorry, mate. Poor damage. All right. <laughs> you hear that in the background? Yeah. Yeah, it's like I was dying, which. <laughs> which I did successfully, didn't I? You did kick his taint quite well. You're uh, very good at finding a man's taint. Now I would like to grip. Next we'll have Cortain, but before you have your turn, I need to pee again. I've broken the seal and and all this alcohol is getting to me. I'll be back. Ah, uh, come on. Looks just a drunken mess. That's, that's two toilet breaks too often. I thought I thought Luke had the whole like Google Hangouts on his phone thing going. Yeah, I think he's. A I don't fr- think he wants to be like urinating on the podcast. Yeah, I think he's afraid that he might accidentally switch on the video, <laughs> and we'll see his penis, and then Trav will be, you know, tempted to 
I'm using uh, quotes. <laughs> attack it. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna punch him right in the taint. You know, you know, you, and you, you know what this is going to be called in the in the bloopers. This is going to be called toilet outtakes. <laughs> Luke, Luke, Luke goes to like, like the sit down on the toilet, and then this is like just as he does, Travis's fist comes out of the toilet water, punching him right. <laughs> you will get paid half of what a what of what of uh, sorry, you. Mm. Let me have a, a quick drink of port before I continue to read. <laughs> That'll help. <laughs> That'll definitely help. <sighs> Very good. Uh. Oh, man, my roll's tonight. Just killing me. Oh, Noise. shit. 